Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm super excited to announce this week's guest, Jessica Hughes. She's the owner of Letter Jess. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Awesome. Yeah, we've had a few back and forth um, due to the hurricane scare and all that. So I'm glad we were finally able to connect and just have this conversation. Absolutely. I have been excited to get to chat with you and be part of the podcast. So it's good that today is finally here. Yeah, definitely. Um, What are you drinking today? I am having a nice cold bottle of kava from my friend Nicole. Cheers. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) How is it? (laughs) It's delicious. Oh, good, good. It's like a little midday bubble or two. Right, I know, exactly. <laughs> That's always fun. Um, yay. Um, so how long, like, I'm super excited. Um, like we said, we were just talking before we hopped on, like, you were in the corporate world for so long and have made the jump to entrepreneurship um, pretty recently. So I'm super excited to hear that story. So yeah, can you tell us how long, like what your business is and like what drove you or kind of started you to, to start it? Oh, what a fun um, way to sort of introduce my, me and I guess my business um, to your listeners. Letter Jess is a calligraphy and creative design studio that's based in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but I've done work for clients all over the country, um, actually so far, which has been pretty fun. But like you said, I am very new, um, in the entrepreneur world, less than a year. (laughs) So I am infantile stages of getting this started. Um, but I worked in financial services and banking for, um, a number of years prior to this and, um, loved what I was doing, loved the people that I worked with, But with every year that passed by, I think while I was climbing the, I guess you could call it a corporate ladder and and having some success there, it just always felt like I was a little bit out of place um, with where I was and what I was doing and, and was starting to miss a connection with what I truly loved and what I was spending all of my time doing. And, um, as my life sort of evolved and relationships that I was in sort of evolved, I began to feel more encouraged by people around me to start exploring what is it that really makes you happy? What do you really want to do? What would you do if all the other stuff that we let sort of get in our minds about what our responsibilities are, if if none of that existed, what would you truly want to do? And so obviously there's no such thing as one of those you know, whiteboard experiences, but as close to that as I could possibly have happened in March of 2017. Um, I went to a conference and was with um, a group of like-minded women who were looking to try to cultivate all the things that were most important in our lives. And it really dawned on me, all the encouragement I was getting from people and the time that I took during that conference to really dive deep into what I wanted to do, the answer was just right there in front of me. It was time for me to create and um, 
try to evolve into someone who is helping to create for other people. So I did some work and tried to figure out what that would look like for me as a business and what education and training and, and that type of thing I needed to do to prepare myself to, to do good work for my clients and set a goal of when I wanted to make it happen. And here we are a few months after taking the leap and um, I'm excited that it's happening. So there's a lot more details probably that go into the whole journey than that, but I could not be more excited about how things are going and feel more invigorated about this opportunity that I have to, to sort of chase after my dreams and have this second career, if you will. Yeah, that is amazing. And it seems like quite a pivot from the financial world. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get more of a, of a right turn. I think right. that's what I just did. Um, but, it, it, you know, I, I, this is the first of many conversations we may have as friends. And, and there are people who have known me for a really long time who um, I've seen since I've made this move and I've heard comments like, oh my gosh, you seem like yourself again. Or, oh, this is the Jessica from before. And, and I think I had just gotten so far away in my corporate career from the things that really brought me joy and, and the work that I was taking home and the emotional toll or the, um, the stress that I was bringing home began to override even the hobby type things that I spent my time doing to try to have some sort of balance. Um, conversations about work were overtaking even my personal conversations with some of my best friends. Um, and, and so there just comes a point in time where you have to say, this isn't for me anymore. And I think I can do something where I'm working just as hard and I'm feeling even more fulfilled, but I'm doing something that I just enjoy and I can smile doing every day, even when it's hard or even when it's scary. Um, ultimately it's, I think the opportunity to build something for yourself um, and for your family is, is also another driver that makes all that scary stuff feel like it, it's worth it. Yeah, totally. I love that. You're so right. Um, Cause I, know, I feel like as we get older, like it is like, it's so easy to get kind of caught up in all these things we're supposed to be doing and should be doing. And we just forget, like we forget what makes us smile and brings joy to our heart. Like, and that, I mean, life is so short. Like there's no time, like there's no point in, in not going after what we love, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, it's a, it's a scary, scary place to be because, you know, with each year that passes by in a career path where you build a network of people that you work with and you work mm -hmm. for, and, you know, resources and contacts and just a level of knowledge about, you know, managing through organizational structures and things like that to go into something that you're like, okay, I'm brand new at this running my own business game. I'm brand new in a world of creative entrepreneurs where I really don't know that many. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't mention, but I'll mention it here. On top of all this, I'm moving to a new city. So I'm starting a new business in a place that I've never lived before full time. Um, and, you know, all these sort of factors is like if you were drawing things out of a hat, what could make this more stressful? It's like right. I kept drawing. <laughs> I kept Things. It's like, let's throw that in there too and make it really fun. Um, all those things considered, if I had realized how much better I would feel as an individual taking this job, um, mm -hmm. I would have done it years before. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I've potentially missed out on 
a few other years of doing this. That's not to say it's perfect every day. I'm figuring out something I've done that was wrong that I should have done differently, but it's all those lessons seem to be building into an experience that I know is going to, um, like I've said before in this conversation, just be more fulfilling in an overall, um, sort of frame of mind for, for my life, not just for my job. Yeah, totally. Well, I think, I mean, I think we'll all learn lessons till the day we die. I mean, like entrepreneurship is just such a roller coaster. Like, and like when you feel like you've got it, like, I don't know, it, then it just changes and it's like, wow, well, I didn't see that coming, you know? Like, there's a, there is definitely something to um, being in a big corporation where there's a department for everything, a corporation you find that bureaucracy sort of um, overwhelming because it's like, oh, all this red tape. I have to get mm-hmm. approved all these things. But that means there's somebody else doing all that for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am now the IT department. I am now the help desk. I am now the uh, strategist, you know, so on and so forth. So. Yep. You're everything now. <laughs> That is awesome. Um, So how did you learn calligraphy? I know this wasn't one of the questions, but I was looking at your social media and it is beautiful. Like it is just so pretty. So I, uh, from the days of like middle school and high school cheerleading, this is no joke, um, used to like to do the lettering on the banners that the football team Oh yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It was not... (laughs) In calligraphy, mind you, uh, it was with a you know acrylic paint and a brush, and then we'd spray paint stuff around it. But I've always just loved sort of doodling words, names, mm-hmm. letters, and um, through the process of that every young lady goes through, where all your friends from college start getting married, and mm-hmm. there's you know, wedding magazines everywhere. I've always loved looking at those, and and wedding season, wedding sort of events is definitely where calligraphy um, has a home most people would recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just always been something I've been drawn to and I've loved. And um, through the process of planning my wedding and social media was really sort of coming into this thing of a resource of finding people. There were some calligraphers who I didn't end up using, but their, their social media feeds were so mesmerizingly beautiful (laughs) that I um, just kept following them so that I could have pretty things in my feed. And then I started seeing someone who I particularly idolized in the world, um, was doing classes. She was teaching calligraphy and my husband and I had been transferred up to Washington DC, um, for his work. And so I said, babe, I'm going to go, do you know this person? I always show you these videos. I'm, I'm going to, she's teaching a class and, um, I'm going to go take the class. And he said, you should absolutely do that. So I took the class was hooked the first five minutes of the class of actually learning how to do this stuff. And in my career at the time, I was doing a lot of traveling. I would be on the road every other week and staying in a hotel five nights a week. So I would pack my suitcase, I'd pack up my dog, and I'd pack up my art supply bag. (laughs) (laughs) and inks and and papers and and videos and and all this kind of stuff and I would sit in my hotel room watch Bravo and write in calligraphy for hours a night and um then all of a sudden I started doing it for people or you know looking at it and say wait a second I'm starting to get where I think I'm getting better Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I found some other resources and I'm just you know I think the secret is keep practicing and keep learning and um I just love it. It relaxes me. It's a way to be a part of 
beautiful events for people and, and participate in, in things, you know, showers or parties or dinners or weddings that are typically pretty happy times in people's lives, um, but also are stressful times uh, mm-hmm. because there's so much that goes into planning them. So if I can help create something beautiful, but alleviate some stress for someone along the way, then that's a win for me. So um, that's where the idea of doing my own business truly was born. If I think I could do this for people. I think I think I could, could get there. Um, and then I've added a couple other pieces to my business of things that I've designed for people um, to sort of go along with um, events that they're planning or people will call and say, can you do this? And I'll say, well, I haven't done it before, but I hadn't done calligraphy before until I tried it. So let's see. Um, yeah. That's really how it's just evolving. That's awesome. That is yeah. so awesome. I'm so happy for you. Like, cause you can just tell how happy you are about it and so passionate. I really am. I feel, you know, it makes me happy when people say, you sound like yourself again, cause I feel like myself again. And that's, <sighs> that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you touched on it briefly um, about balance. So do you have any tips on how you balance your work life and and running your own small business? So my balance issue now is the opposite of what it was for like 19 years before. (laughs) Um, Before I really thought, you know, how do I turn work off and how do I um, get out of the sort of regimented schedule or, you know, your calendar is full every day, all day of meetings or conference calls or, you know, all that type of thing. And now I wake up and I have a to-do list, but the day is mine to figure out how I navigate that to-do list. And I think as, and and this um, is probably something I would say has surprised me about this new world I'm in, this new life I'm living. Um, I think that's just as much of a challenge because keeping myself on task when um, I have full flexibility of schedule, I think is just as difficult as trying to figure out a way to fit everything in when your schedule is, you know, every line of your calendar absolutely full. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm trying to figure out when does my quote unquote workday start? Does it start when I wake up? Does it end when I go to bed? Do I take a lunch? Do, you know, when there's something that I need to do personally, um, do I want to set a day of my week where I try to get all my personal errands done so that I can really be focused on doing the work I have coming in, but also growing my business contacts and quite honestly, growing my audience, growing my business. And so how, how do I make a schedule now when I have, you know, a fully open calendar with total flexibility of how I want to work it? So that's, that might not be the answer sort of that is expected, but that's the balance question that I now have that's very different than the one I had this time last year. Um, and I'm experimenting with things quite honest. Sometimes I feel like I can't get focused at home. My studio is, is upstairs in my house. So I think, okay, I'm going to go sit at Starbucks or I'm going to go, I live at the beach. So I'm going to go take my computer to the beach for a few minutes and just sort of clear my head. I've hit a creative bump, <laughs> see if I can get the creative juices flowing and then I'm going to, then I'm going to come back. Um, and, an, and another thing for me that I've noticed over the last couple months is I really love to do the creative part. I love to sit down and do an envelope order. Someone wants a crest or something designed. I love to get on the computer, get on my sketch pad, get it, you know, into my, my markers and paints and stuff and figure out what that's going to look like. I make myself do the back end stuff, like 
do all the paperwork stuff that I've had to do for so long. Now I want to put that off and put that off. So I'm, I'm struggling. I won't say struggling. I am trying to figure out how to balance the different elements of my business now when I don't have the same regimented schedule that's dictated by other groups or other demands of my time. I love that. I mean, it makes so much sense because like you said, you just, you've had that for what, 19 years of like, this is, <laughs> and it is, yeah, it is such a different world, you know? Cause I mean, you know, say it's like eight o'clock and an email comes in. I mean, I'll go and sit on my computer and it's like, Oh God, it's midnight. Like I need to go to bed. Like it, <laughs> like you said, it's so great to have the flexibility, but it is hard to find that balance and to stick to it. Cause different, like different days have different things, you know? And, um, yeah, that is, it's so true. It's great. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it is. I wouldn't a, go back. Yeah, exactly. I've got to, I'm still, you know, figuring out when someone calls and says, Hey, how long would it take to X, Y, Z? Well, my, my first reaction, I want to say, Oh, I can have that done for you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I can, you know, stay up all night and do it because I'm so invigorated at the prospect of the idea or the perfect thing pops right in my mind while I'm talking to that person. And I want to hop right on the computer and make it happen right then. And if you're not careful right now, that may not be as much of a, of a big deal because I'm building my client base. So I don't have 12 of those calls a day. I hope that time comes. <laughs> <laughs> it will. It will. What that means is that I have to establish a good pattern, a good, um, priority level of things to make sure that I don't leave the not fun or not creative things undone mm-hmm. continuously chasing the creative part of myself that was sort of not utilized in my previous world um, because that's the new or that's the fun part of what I do. Um, so I don't, that's one, maybe it's not helpful for somebody to hear that I don't totally have the answer, but I have a feeling I'm not the only one that would probably truthfully answer that question that way. (laughs) Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I think you're on point. Um, and it is definitely, it's always like just with the other part too, it's always learning and always kind of like paying attention and, and then still having to, you know, set boundaries that we can, you know, do everything because I mean, there's still other aspects of our, of our job, quote unquote, that are not super fun. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that comes with anything. And so, but they still have to be taken care of, you know, so yeah. Also, I'll add one more thing to this. And again, this may be something that for where I am in my business and in my personal life with this move, you know, it may not be something that applies to lots of people, but the first few weeks here, um, I sort of was driving the struggle bus of I've been surrounded by hundred people all day long, every day. Mm-hmm. And now I'm with my dogs in my house and it's quiet unless I have the TV on. And I was just craving being with people. So, um, a way that I've actually found balance is, um, I did take on a job at a local shop um, where I'll go and spend a few hours once a week, maybe twice a week if they're shorthanded or if they need me. Um, but I've met a lot of people. It's something that I enjoy and it gives me sort of an outlet to have time with some ladies, um, friends that I've met at the shop, customers that come in. It's been good for my business. I've, I've met some people who, um, or would be good business contacts for me with letter Jess. And so that may not be something that I do forever and ever, but mm-hmm. it, answer to a need that I had of 
making sure I had personal connections um, with people and, and ways to sort of get to know my community that I'm now living in um, and where I want to have these roots and grow and grow my business in as well. Yeah, I love that you brought that up because it is, um, it can be isolating for sure. Because most of us are, like, a lot of us work from home, you know, and like you said, we're a one woman shop, one man shop, like trying to get this dream off the ground and, you know, and sustain it. Um, yeah, I, the same thing. Like that's one of the reasons I did start this podcast was to create this community where we could just, you know, have a glass of champagne and just talk. Um, and then the second thing I did, like, so we just recently moved to Oregon, um, in April, like we've lived here in this area before, but then we left, went to North Carolina and we just came back cause we miss it. Um, but yeah, so we're in a new area. So I joined like our local chamber, like our chamber of commerce, and it has been just great. Like you said, it's kind of like a way to like network, get in the community. Um, like they have these fun little, you know, business after hours every few months or like the coffee meetings, like that has been awesome. I know some people are like, oh, the chamber, what is it like 1950? I'm like, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> uh, the chamber has a special place in my heart. And actually I'm sitting here hearing you say that and like, why haven't I done that yet myself? So uh, taking a note, uh, get involved with that as well. But yeah, it's, I mean, that's where business is happening. So mm -hmm. where business is happening, whether you're trying to do envelopes for someone's wedding or you're, you know, running a marketing business or you're doing real estate or whatever it is that you're doing, that's, it's, it's a people business. It's just what you, what you offer is what is different. Yeah, definitely. And it's nice because, you know, it's a change of pace. You get out of the house, which is out of our office. Like it can actually get dressed and put makeup on for a reason. You know, like, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I love that you brought that up because it's super important. Um, okay. So moving on, what are your, so to kind of piggyback the balance uh, question, what are your favorite like apps or how do you like automate things? Um, anything that you use to like help your business thrive and, you know, try and keep your sanity. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I will tell you, Nicole, this is a work in progress for me too. Um, so I have been in a couple of groups. We're in a, a group mutually mm -hmm. and um, I have so much enjoyed um, watching conversations that people are having or comments that they're sharing about this very question because I came in completely wide-eyed about what could make this stuff work easier. So a couple that I'm on um, every day, I use HoneyBook for kind of a, a CRM software system that helps me manage inquiries that I'm getting from potential clients, but also manage where I am in the process of, you know, have I sent out a proposal? Are we just sharing information back and forth? Is the project actually in process? What date do they need it? Um, it even, you know, is an invoicing and payment system for me. HoneyBook, as best I can tell, is set up for creative entrepreneurs in mm -hmm. mind. Photographers, I became aware of it because someone, a photographer I used um, for my business utilized the system and um, someone that I had helped me with my website utilized the system. And I thought, gosh, this was easy for me on the customer end. So as I started researching it for my business end, I just really liked it. I've got some things set up that help me not have to recreate the wheel every single time I have someone inquire about a service that I can offer. So I would say that's one that I'm in every day. I just in the last couple of weeks have um, launched an email effort, um, building an email list and trying to keep in contact with current and potential 
and past customers through that um, and trying to build social media as Mm -hmm. as an opportunity for me to source business as well. And so I'm using MailChimp for that. Um, I am also to try to plan my content and um, figure out, you know, I have all these great ideas. Where do I put these ideas and sort of flesh them out so that I'm not doing an Instagram post in the morning before I get out of bed and then seeing what happens with it that day. That was a bad habit that I started right off. So I'm trying to plan (laughs) and and how that corresponds to projects that I'm working on and things that I want to share. Um, How much of myself personally do I want to put in my business? So I'm using Asana Mm -hmm. um, a workflow system to help me plan out my content. And there's a cool outlining feature in Asana that I can go back to and keep fleshing out ideas that come to me, but I don't totally know where I want to go with it. Um, so those, those are the ones that I am in most frequently from an app or, um, you know, software type system at this point in time, I am open to lots more suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think, I think as I'm looking at them and, and being so new, I don't want to get too crazy into things like that before I know, you know, what's actually helping me and and what's creating more busy work for me. These three, I feel like so far I'm getting value from and I'm, it's helping me to organize my thoughts, if nothing else. Um, But I'm probably going to slow down on how many more types of things I look at until I just get into a flow that I feel really (laughs) confident in so that I'll know whatever I add next or what other offering comes in next or tool comes in next. Is it just that I'm still learning what I already have? And so I'm getting more efficient or is the new thing, the new toy, the new app, the new software, truly adding more value to what I'm, to what I'm currently doing? Yeah, that makes total sense. I love that. I mean, cause they're, you know, you have so much going on with being still so getting into it. I mean, it makes sense. These sounds like they're covering all the bases that you're using right now, which is the priority, you know? (laughs) Now, now, by the time it's tax season next year, the person that's going to help me um, from an accounting standpoint may say, what were you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Not have um, an expense system or or something like that. So maybe that's going to be a year two project when we come to it. But, um, but I, I feel like at least, I guess you don't know what you don't know till you know it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So right now where I am, those are the ones that I'm clinging to and I'm learning and getting value from. And when I meet new people or, you know, hear experiences from people, I, as I hear other opportunities to further get into things like that, I'm definitely open to it. I just want to try to be judicious about how fast I add lots more. Change. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the bells and whistles when, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, HoneyBook sounds awesome. I'm going to check that out, actually. Sounds similar to Dubsado, kind of, but... It is. I think they're probably primary competitors. After I signed on with HoneyBook, someone said, oh, that, you know, mentioned Dubsado and mm-hmm. said, looking at that. I don't know as much about the platform. I, I will say, um, and again, this is because it's the only one I've ever used, I have found their customer support. Um, when I've had questions about things or things I've tried to set up, um, I have had very good experience, um, Mm. getting my questions answered and I've had, you know, someone reach out to me and and 
try to offer, you know, did you know the system will also do this? And does that apply to you? Um, and, and something else that it does that's been interesting is every once in a while I've had an email and it's, you know, someone else that uses HoneyBook is looking for a second shooter, say a photography in your local area or needs a floral assistant for a big project. Or, you know, it may be somebody that is planning a wedding or planning something and they're looking for someone who has an opening and can do X, Y, Z. So I don't know if lots of other um, systems do something like that. And I haven't, I haven't taken any of those opportunities or haven't been right for me, but I did think, okay, that's, that makes sense that there's a community of people using the system for similar things. And why would you not connect those people together? So that, that seems like a cool feature as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's like a little bit of networking just in with it. That's so cool. Many borders unite. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. So the, so moving on, um, what do you, what do you do to help your business grow? Like, and I'm sure you've probably had a lot of this over the last year, but you know, how do you get out of your comfort zone to achieve your goals and you know, what was scary about it and any advice you have on, on doing like on all of us doing that. Cause it's so easy to stay in our little comfy comfort zones and not do the things. <laughs> but, um, yeah. The, the biggest thing for me, um, and I think the biggest thing for me is every day is outside of your comfort zone. The, the second I decided to make this pivot in my life. I haven't called it a pivot, but when you said that, it was like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So the day I decided to make this pivot in my life was the day I packed up my comfort zone. And I think, um, as my business grows, hopefully for quite some time to come, probably going to need to keep that comfort zone packed up because it's just all so different than what my entire first career was. A good example, I was talking to someone about this the other day that I can give you, um, is the first time someone called and said, I want blah, blah, blah. Is that something you can do? And I immediate, my immediate, like emotional, maybe protective zone in my head was, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I probably should just say no. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. How am I going to do this as a business? And I don't even know what it is technically that she's talking about. And so I, I just was really vulnerable with her on the phone. And I said, I think that I'm understanding what you're saying, what you're looking for. I'm going to be really honest with you. I haven't done that yet. Um, if it's something you have a little flexibility on from a timing perspective, this sounds like a really cool opportunity for me to learn how to do that. And, you know, as long as you don't need it tomorrow, is that something we could collaborate on? And I, I didn't do it as a salesy sort of, I'm, I'm just trying to sell you this anyway. Mm-hmm. I was myself and said, I, I think I can get there. There are some technical parts about it that I don't know exactly how to do. I will find out. And I promise you, if we get down this path and I realize I can't do it, I will tell you. I'm not going to leave you alert. Um, And so I I turned that into a situation where I got the opportunity to try something. Um, It turned out amazing. She was excited. I have used the skill I learned how to do multiple times since then. It took me a lot. There's no way I made any money on that job because I literally spent a week just trying to figure out how to turn the dang thing on, um, the, the system that I needed to use. But now I've used it lots more times. And so 
that sort of became an investment, not just in her project, but in myself and something that, that I could work on. Um, so the comfort zone was, I had to say, I don't know. I had to say, I don't know how to do that yet, (laughs) but I had to really mean the yet part. And I did truly mean the yet part. And, um, we got there and I think that was important to do early on in this super early on stage for me, because it made me feel empowered that even if she had said no, somebody somewhere would say yes, and I'd figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I almost want to cry when I think about that because you, in the moment you just sort of do something and you realize, gosh, that I didn't even realize how much of a difference that would make in my mindset going into this. So I, I think crushing a goal um, or a goal could be just to crush the comfort zone. And when you get comfortable, if you feel yourself getting comfortable, it's time to look for what you need to do to grow, whether it's a new social media platform or a new offering or, you know, set a silly goal to meet someone at Starbucks that morning or, you know, to go to a chamber event or to um, go on an Insta story for the first time or, or anything like that that makes you feel a little bit anxious. That's probably a good sign that it's a thing that you need to do to stretch yourself a little bit. Um, so I, I talked to myself. I am fortunate that I have a husband that loves me and I think is truly my biggest fan. He makes me brave, um, which is is a true blessing. And I have some really sweet and, and amazing friends who are cheering me on and um, who are encouraging and who are sending me business, which is always helpful. Um, <laughs> but those are the things right now that I'm doing. It's just about building an audience and remembering I'm not supposed to be where someone that's doing this for 15 years already is. My starting line is not going to look like their middle of the race or their finish line. And so, you know, I, I can't, you go down this rabbit hole of comparison, but I just can't compare myself to somebody else. I'm not anybody else. I'm me. I'm letter just. So here's what I can do that um, makes me special, makes my business special, um, makes the experience for my customer special and um, hopefully that turns into um, a really great experience, a delightful experience for everyone involved. Yeah. Oh, I like, yeah, it's so true. Um, I think especially now in like the age of social media, it's so easy to see everybody and how amazing they look. And it's like, well, yeah, wait, they started 20 years ago, you know, like. And- they should yeah exactly (laughs) but it's cool too if you like go back and look at some of their early stuff you know like they learn too like we all do but it is really uncomfortable to try and even start and when you do start um even that like taking those little steps like you said like just keep going and you know things that make you feel anxious like actually lean into that because I don't know it's only growth and I mean I feel like I don't know it's so much easier to say than do like, cause I do it too. And like, I don't know, I, I'm terrified. Most of the things that I do, <laughs> like, I still like, just, just well, do it. You know, I'll tell you true confession time, you know, let me pick up my, my bubbles here. Um, when, <laughs> you know, when we first chatted about doing this, I was gung ho and I was like, yes, this is exactly, I would love to have this conversation. And then this morning I woke up 
and was looking at my to-do list and, and saw our, you know, time on here and was thinking about it. And my immediate total honest moment here was I need to cancel. I need to call her. And call. Oh my gosh. I can't, what do I have to offer? You know, like I don't have a lot of these lessons yet to, to tell anybody my offer. I'm still figuring this out. And then as immediately as that popped into my head, this, you know, it's like the devil and the angel on your shoulder. So the angel on my shoulder was like, there's a lot of people in your same shoes. And, um, I have been so blessed and so encouraged by people in the groups that I'm in who are willing to share those things. And so every single one of us that steps up and says, I'm scared to death, but I'm doing it anyway. (laughs) If you don't, if you don't get anything out of the content, at least maybe have a good time listening. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm enjoying the champagne, Uh, but but that's, you know, on the off chance that it's helpful or even if the only person it helps is myself, because it's another thing I do scared, um, Mm -hmm. survive, uh, then, then the next time it won't be so scary. And, um, hopefully, you know, other opportunities will continue to present themselves. Yeah, definitely. I love, I mean, I find your whole story very inspiring. And I know that people listening are as well, because, you know, there's probably some that are listening that are like, I want to leave my nine to five job that I've been in for 20 years, but I'm scared, you know, and I'm not sure that I know everything to get started. And none of us know (laughs) enough to get started, but we just do it anyway. Do it scared. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Um. Okay, so your five favorites, um, your favorite book, your favorite drink, thing to do to relax, um, thing to watch, and your favorite place to go. Oh, so my favorite book. If you don't get anything else from this movie, <laughs> <laughs> um, go on your, whatever website you buy your books from, go to your local bookstore and buy The Alchemist. Um, it's a really short book. Uh-huh. Easy. Uh, I think I've probably read it 974,000 times. It's only a slight exaggeration. I, I read it a few times a year. Uh, it's all about finding your purpose. It's a, oh. it's a, a novel slash short story, but the crux of it is this young man who's searching for his purpose and he encounters someone who sort of helps him on this journey. And every single time I've read it, I, depending on what, stage of my life I've been in or what I've been facing in that moment, what is, is all around. I take something else from it. Um, so it's not like reading the same story over and over again. It's almost an encouragement to be introspective. And so I probably need to read it again (laughs) (laughs) in the next few weeks. But so the alchemist, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but the author is Paulo, P-A-U-L-O. Colo, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Um, C-O-E-L-H-O. I've read several of his books, but The Alchemist is my fave. Awesome. I'm going to get that. I love reading books. And um, I've been wanting to start like a book club. And so like all the ones, like all the uh, the suggestions that I get, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do that in my book club one day. <laughs> but it sounds amazing. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. My um, my favorite drink Uh Bubbles. I like champs and champs. So, you know, gotta, gotta keep that going. Uh, literally champagne is one of my favorite things to have. It makes everything a celebration. I know. It's just, there's something about the little bubbles. I mean, I don't know like what it is. It's just like I little like, bursts like of 
and sparkle. I like my water to sparkle. I like my hands to sparkle. I don't know. Just bring me all the shiny things. Um, yeah. Sparkling things. So, but, but it, we're coming off summer and every chance I have to get my hands on some sort of mango daiquiri, mango mojito, mango margarita, that's been my jam. I got to figure out what it's going to be for fall, but um, that's my, my other probably go-to fun cocktail. Yeah. Mango anything is delicious. Like you said, bring me all the mangoes and bring me all the bubbles and I'm happy (laughs) (laughs) Um, to relax reading. I have um, been spending a lot of time reading and, and trying to mix in some good nonfiction and fiction stuff. I'm lucky enough now to live at the beach. So um, my favorite, this is, I guess, my favorite place to go or my um, thing to do to relax. Sometimes I just need to take my doggy down to the water. And um, even if it's 10 minutes, uh, I live really close by. So I can get there in just a minute or two and then have a few minutes um, and just watch the water roll in. And everything else seems really small when you're having that kind of moment. So it definitely... um, pulls me back to a good real place if I feel things getting um, out of hand. Um, my favorite thing to watch is college football. Yes, me <laughs> so, too. Um, and I am just a good old Southern girl. So I, uh, I love college football season and it's mm-hmm. fast. Thank, thank heavens. Um, I'm a big South Carolina Gamecocks fan. So there I will be cheering on my Gamecocks. Um, nice. And if football is not on, just about anything Bravo does is TV that I can watch and not have to think about. And that gives my brain a nice rest. So I love all the, the Bravo Bravo fun. Um, yeah, they've got some good stuff. Like they really yeah. do. Uh, it's, it's funny you say that too, though. It's terrible stuff. It's <laughs> But it it's mindless entertainment. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. And sometimes, you know, the world is a crazy place. So mm-hmm. it's something I don't need to think about or feel um, like I need to have a reaction to. I just want to laugh or get lost in some mindlessness, which is nice. Yes. which And it's necessary too, um, yes. just to be able to just let our minds rest really. So uh, it's funny that you said that about college football. So I graduated from LSU and my husband did it as well, but um, he's not really. I know, exactly. <laughs> so this weekend was our 10 year anniversary on Saturday and we were playing Texas and he was what like, what I know. Well, not, I mean, he's not as excited about me. He's like, what do you want to do for our anniversary? Like, where do you want to go eat? And I was like, what? Like I'm making dip and I have beer. Like we're watching the game. <laughs> game friend we're gonna be on the couch exactly (laughs) oh good I'm glad I'm glad I'm not alone because he was I mean he's like he watched it with me but he's not like super into it but I'm like all right whatever (laughs) one of my favorite away trips ever um the last time Carolina played LSU one of my friends and I came to um to the game and got to experience Death Valley. It was a night game and, and we almost won, but LSU prevailed. So um, <laughs> it was a great. That was a bucket list experience. So um, yeah. I have affinity for all the teams in the SEC except Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, li- nobody likes Tennessee. <laughs> nobody likes Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And is that all the five? Oh, my favorite place to go if I couldn't live here. I would live in the Turks and Caicos. And if I win the lottery tomorrow night, um, I will be listening to this podcast from the Turks and Caicos. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. Have you been, you've been there before? I'm sure. Yeah, uh, we go as often as we can. Wow. It's a quick, quick little flight from here. And it's the most beautiful place. The people are amazing. It's, um, I think it's the 
as close as you can get to heaven. What I hope heaven is. Yeah. Um, you can really find it in the Turks and Caicos. So um, we always count down the days till we're able to go back. And we've been able to share it with some some friends um, these last couple of years that have been really great too. So yeah, Turks and Caicos is my numero uno spot. Oh, how fun. And yeah. I just love stuff like that. And like you said, you do, like you live at the beach and I, don't, I just love the, wa- like, I'm not really a swimmer. I'm not like great in the water, but I like to be around it. <laughs> like it's super soothing. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. So where can everybody find you? Like, what's your website, your social media, all that good stuff. And I'll put that in the podcast notes too. And this is actually coming out today, by the way, right? When we get off, I'm going to get off and edit it. And then um, I'll send you the link and, and all that fun stuff. So I may have to listen to it on the plane to the Turks and Caicos if I win. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I am um, on all the platforms. Well, I guess not all of them because one of the girls at the shop I work with told me there's some other social media platform that I've never even heard of. So I'll Which one? I can't even remember the name of it now. She has texted to me. We were talking about it. Um, but I'm on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram, um, at letter Jess, all one word. And, um, my website is www.letterjess.com. So y'all come on over, have a glass of sweet tea. I'd love to get to know you and, um, just enjoy delighting each other, cheering each other on as we go through these, um, these worlds that we're in on these businesses and stuff like that. I think it's fun to have a community of, of gals that are doing some really cool things. Yeah, totally. That's what I love so much about. And that's another thing too, like, you know, how we touched on maybe the chamber or you're working at the shop, like having Amber's group is been amazing too, even though it's like, we haven't met in person yet. Um, well, hopefully in November, but, um, but yeah, just to, yeah. So just having, you know, knowing that they're there and you can jump in and be like, ah, I need help with this. And everybody's just so supportive and so sweet. Yes. Yes. And I'm a hugger. So when I find you in November, just get ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I know you're super busy, you know, running your business and just thank you so much. Like it's been such an inspiring and fun conversation. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate it. And I'm um, excited to be part of all the great things you're doing too. So next champagne is on me. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be awesome. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody.